Oh, what was I doing at 25? Nothing. Do you know what? I'm still doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I literally was on Instagram saying that the other day. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah. if you come to Coco Work Club, what should they expect? Oh my goodness, spectacle! Yes, Ooh. exactly. Rhinestones. We ask people to throw away, to disregard the archetypes and throw away the tropes. Is kind of one of the things we say, and just to get ready because we're gonna decolonize and moisturize your dry and dusty <laughs> life. Oh wow, I like that. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. Welcome to episode 91 of the Two Twos podcast. I am Nana. And I am Rose. And together we are Two Twos. <laughs> happy Monday, guys. <laughs> happy. Is it a happy Monday? It's a great Monday. It's a great Monday. Even though we're tired, it's a great Monday. Sure. It's still the summer. It's fine. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> right. Um, we have two special guests in the building. Hello, hello, hello. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hello. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> it's the shyness. <laughs> Leaving our bodies. Mm. Um, hi. Yes, I'm Sadie Sinner from the Coco Butter Club. Mm. I am Cassie Leon. <laughs> I feel like you've got to follow me with like a jingle. I know. Yeah. I know. How are you guys doing? We're good. I think we're a bit shy. Really? Yeah. Do you know what? Yeah, I'm actually surprised because you because we're just fine. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, starting. I'm like, uh oh, this is real. Yeah. <laughs> is this your first podcast? No. No. Okay. No, but I've also said really stupid things on podcasts before because of being nervous. Oh, so then really? I listen to it back. I'm like, oh, that's actually just not true. I, oh. That thing that I said is actually not true. I'd have insulted loads of people. What, so, what have you said? Give us an example. Basically, I did a podcast that was talking about producing styles for different theatres. Mm -hmm. And I said, which isn't true, if you want to make intelligent work, then you should come to me because I can make this kind of thing. But if you want to make stuff that's on like, at the royal court, then I can't do that. I was like, oh, it's also not true. That's not... <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't beep it out. Oh, they nice. left it in no, there. No, they left it there. Right, so right, like, right. Okay, so whoever at the royal court is right. like... Don't ever employ her because she thinks you make stupid work. I was like, where did but I you know, you're making up for it right now. Where did it come from? And, but yeah. I'm telling you again. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm really <laughs> no, but you, don't, you said that you didn't. You said that you were wrong, though. It's fine. You said that you were wrong. It's entrapment. <laughs> that is so funny. I used to work at the Royal Court many, many years ago. They make very intelligent work. So I don't know why I said sure. that. Sure. So now... I'm not convinced by that, sure. And look, we're doing it again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, I feel like you're going to get different things. Like, you know, there's not, you're not going to like everything, you know? Yeah, no. that's more what I meant. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to make the shows that are there. Mm. I didn't yeah, yeah. make they make I didn't mean they make dumb yeah. shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, thanks for clarifying that. I was Please, gonna say they, it's they wild that you're still talking about <laughs> it. I need a job. <laughs> that is so funny. So we usually start off the podcast with a game, don't we? Yeah. This this or that we played it's it's, it's played out. I'm, I'm telling you right yeah, now. Yeah, we play this all the time. Do you know what? But the thing is, it's played out for us. Actually, it's not played out. Yeah. Because it's always different things. We, we have different subjects. So it's fine. Let's go. Yeah, so this it. or that, we're going to do... Do we, should we have a category or should we just do random... Just do random stuff. I don't okay. know the brain energy to think about that. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's been a long summer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, have we got one? Okay, I do. Art galleries or museums? What? What's I, the yeah, what? I was like, what's the difference? I think to me they're different. Art gallery. Oh, yeah, they are. They are different. You're asking me if I want to go to an art gallery or a museum. Yeah, which, yeah, which one, one would you want? Oh, art gallery. Because I think museums are liars. Really? Just would you like to explain, no, I like elaborate? Basically, 
I went to the di- dinosaur museum. And in That's the, the National History Museum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I walked around and I was like, oh, I love dinosaurs. And then it said, this dinosaur might have done this. This one could have done this. I was like, so you don't oh. know? Oh, might have. Wait, so you don't know, th- oh. don't know the truth? Yeah. I, are dinosaurs real? Basically is how I feel. Uh, and then mm, all the all like the right. British Museum and they're just thieves. I'm like, guys, the story you're I mean, telling isn't thieves. the truth. Yeah, so yeah. This shit. is not okay. Yeah, I feel about museums. Fair enough. Art galleries, you can go like, oh, that's lovely. <laughs> yeah. Um, now I said museum, so I have to back it up. Um, I said it because she said art galleries. Okay, next question. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so done. <laughs> I'm so done. What did you say? What are, you? are you sure you, you, you're happy with that? Um, I'm just going to be honest. My brain, that is, you know that meme where it's like, it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. That's what my brain is saying to me. It's like, mm-hmm. I can't distinguish the difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> to me, I'm not into art galleries. Yeah. I do like a bit of art, but I'm just not into going to, I'm not going to get the tube to go to look at art. Yeah. It's a bit different. Yeah. Yes, you just reminded me. I know why I love museums mm. because it's history. Mm. Um, yeah. It's really incredible. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. yes, yeah, so it's like a vault of history. Whereas art museums, oh no, I'm not even going to lend art museums, art galleries my time. Art mm. museums, though, <laughs> mm. I'm onto something. something. Yes. yes. <laughs> and do you know what? That's a shout. You know, art. That's actually a shout. Yeah, art I like that. that. I would. I would get a shoe for that. No, yeah, but there, there is. is. Yeah. 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 That's really a thing. It's not a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> just. Let's make it up. What? I'm so done. What? Shout out to all the artists, though. If it was you who was curating it, you two, it would be different. This is true. Do you know what I'm saying? Right? Wow. Like, let's make an immersive experience. That's an art museum. Oh, my God. It's the main character syndrome thing we're talking about. It's the main character syndrome we're talking about. Wow. The Leo thing. That is being main character syndrome. Why? I didn't say anything. Out of all the minutes that have happened so far, I think you've had at least five of them. <laughs> <laughs> There's only been eight. Oh, whatever, I just watched it morning. <laughs> I like that, and I hope to see that scene from the both of you. Yes. Have you seen the the tour? of the, there's this group of people who did a tour basically around like the British Museum and stuff of being like the black history of those museums. Yes, I went mm. to it. When was this? Um, yeah. All the time, I, I think. They're going to tell the real, the, the a different truth of yes. what's actually happening. Yes. Okay, that sounds good. I've heard yeah. about yeah. that through work as well. They're doing, um, you know, the War Museum in South and they're going to tell the stories of black. Yeah. Oh, nice. The war. Mm. And they This museum I'd go. Yeah. Like, do you want to, um, what's it called, volunteer? Oh. And you yeah, said. I pretended that I didn't see <laughs> yes. it. So if you guys are listening to this. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> yep, there's that. Um, I'm picking, what, are, what am I picking? I'm picking, um, do you know what, it's funny because art, is, <laughs> I find art so funny because like when you go and you stand, you're supposed to see something, right? Mm-hmm. I don't really see anything, you just see <laughs> colours. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I'm going to go with museums. <laughs> Yay, Yay, museums have won. Has one. Um, musicals or musicals? You're talking about musicals. Musicals <laughs> or, or stage narrative, whatever. Oh, musicals any musicals. day. Really? Musicals. What's well. your favorite, guys? All the day. The Lion um, King. Let's, let's talk about say Lion King. <laughs> favorite screen and favorite stage musical. <laughs> the Lion King on Broadway. I saw it in New York oh. when I was like 14, and oh. it was just incredible. It's amazing. And also, at my birthday show for the Cocoa Butter Club, I definitely sung two songs from The Lion King. One of them being, Be Prepared. And everyone was like, what's going on? I don't yeah, know. Random. But I was like, Be Prepared! <laughs> I 
I went to see Singing in the Rain last week, oh and it was really? honestly it was incredible. Really? Like mm-hmm. it rained and everything, that like, splashing all the people yeah. on the front Sick. row. I was like, yeah, no, no not, I'm not definitely going to be sitting yeah, upstairs. That's cute though. But it was it was mm. amazing, and the songs were actually the same. Because in Chicago, they change all the songs. I'm like, I just want to sing along. Oh, so. no. What do you mean in Chicago, they change the songs? The they like the rearrange it. On the stage play. On the stage play. The stage of play of the film. They didn't get the rights to use the same music. I think they just change it so you don't sing along. Mm. And I'm like, sorry, oh, Alexander Burke, can you sing yeah. it properly? Because yeah. that's not how Velma <laughs> Kelly does it. That well, is I would get up and leave. We were very I'd drunk. So we just sang it. We sang it how they're supposed to sing it oh, over right. the yeah. people. <laughs> That's how oh, you poor do guys. it. Yeah. No, no, also poor. I'm sorry. Yeah, poor audience. I'm really sorry. For Thanks. Um, they're being paid. Yeah. What, what's your yeah. favourite screen musical? <gasps> oh, Annie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, Annie. Oh. Yeah. So I'm a musical theatre kid. Like, I was trained in musical theatre, like, dropped off at Saturday schools and stuff. Oh. So, um, yeah, I love well, that. Are we allowed alone. to swear? Yes. Whoa, it's Bugsy Malone. Bugsy I'm Malone. sorry, Annie. Yeah. I just. Is, uh, honestly, I'm Bugsy Malone. Annie, oh, Annie, Annie for me. Annie for me, child. Or the Wiz. Or the Wiz is good as well. I do love a musical. On a Sunday, a musical, honestly, is the best thing. My daughter did Um, She went to drama school over the summer holidays and their final show was a mashup of lots of musicals oh. and in the Kinky Boots as one of them. Kinky Boots? Oh, bless. Wow. No, it was interesting. Yeah. Children are doing Kinky Boots. I've never seen it. <laughs> 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 the red boots. A little kid. That didn't happen. They pretended that they did when it didn't happen. Just yeah. walking around on their Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious. Did you enjoy it or you're like, oh, I, can, I know that it's kids so I'm supposed to like it or were you like, that was brilliant? Can all of them sing? Oh, they were terrible. Do yeah. they even know the words? Oh, my... Do you know what they had? <laughs> they didn't have very long to rehearse so many things, so there were mistakes. But they tried their best. They did yeah. well. What was the age group? They it was. I think the youngest must have been about five, and oh, I'm yeah. sure the oh. oldest was about. That's a, that's a big age. Like fourteen. That's a big age. And that's they were adorable. all in it. Yeah, they, everyone had a line. Everyone yeah. took part. Everyone. It was really. It was. It was cute. It was cute. Right. That's so uh, adorable. Yeah, it's really. Cute. It was an expensive child, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Having kids is so expensive. <laughs> Did you pick what my favorite musical is? Oh, oh I like Lion King. I've seen Lion King like three times. Okay, and I'm I'm gonna go again soon. Do you know what? What do you think of the Lion King two? Oh, I've I seen Lion King two. Okay, though. first of all, it's film, incredible. Is yes. it good? Yes. Really? I don't like number yes. twos of things. Like, why um, would you do the number two? The songs are really, really good. Mm. The songs are good. I don't even remember really? the film. Yeah. What do you think of the Beyonce Lion King film? Let's not talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know I like Beyonce, so I'm saying it was great. No, we I have a like select amount of time. She just sounds like Beyonce. I mean, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, it just sounds like Beyonce. My girlfriend's gonna kill me for this. <laughs> <laughs> Beehive, but she just she's, she makes Beyonce the she best actress dra- in the world. Just drained all the energy she's out of the. Beyonce's movie. not a good actress. She's not no, a good no, actress. No, no, she's, no, actually no. Not, yeah. she's not. Oh, she's oh, really not. The best thing, the best thing she's ever been in was Cadillac. Cadillac Rapper. Oh, um, she had an actress, Etta James. I thought she dream was girls. great in the Austin Powers one as well. No, she was oh good in Austin no. Powers. Yeah, you talking, you're talking about Dreamgirls. Really no, it wasn't Dreamgirls. Mm-mm, Cadillac, Cadillac Records, yeah. Oh, I haven't seen that Etta, one. Etta James? When she did At Last. Yeah. Oh. oh with the blonde hair, huh? Yeah, yeah, with the blonde hair. I remember, yeah, yeah. 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 She did well on that. And that's it. <laughs> yeah, <So>. no. <laughs> 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 She's good in Fighting Temptations. 
What? Uh, but I'm like, joking. Yeah, <laughs> fighting temptation. No, but when you think about going down, down, baby, we're going down to the river. That's such a good film. I like. I love that. That's such a good film. Yes, for the sing along. Just yeah. for the sing along. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's good. Um, everyone's talented. They can all sing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I went to boarding school and um, basically we had like three DVDs, one of them being 10 <laughs> Things I Hate About You. The other one was <laughs> Fighting Temptations. And I kind of remember what the third one is because we probably never watched it. Mm. Um, but yeah, so Fighting Temptations is, what's the word? Burned in my brain. So you know word for word. You know all the songs. Um, no, because lots of things have happened since boarding school mm, and to get enough. to today. Fair enough, fair <laughs> enough. Anyway, that's such a good film, guys. Let's just get into it. Let's get into it. Let's get to the Let's be going. Let's be going. So, guys, tell us a bit about yourselves because you know, I think it's all exciting. Um, the Cocoa Butter Club. Tell us about the Cocoa Butter Club. When you smile, I feel excited. Oh, is it? Yeah. Let me smile more often then. No, stop. I'll unregulate. Okay, so um, (laughs) uh, the Cocoa Butter Club is this incredible, groundbreaking, um, pioneering cabaret collective, performance collective platform. Um, I founded it in, right, okay, so couple different dates here. I'm done. If Universal you founded it a couple asked, different... No, if Universal right, right, I'm, I'm, asked, here, I'm here, I hit it. I hit it was it. within the last month. Okay. Okay. When we're going for funding, that's oh in the last God. year. Mm. Um, no, but uh, about six years ago, uh, I created it because at Pride in London um, in 2015, I think it was, yeah, there were no black lesbians booked on the cabaret stage. And when I spoke about it on Facebook, because everything used to be on Facebook back yeah. then, everyone uh, everyone was like, maybe there are no black lesbians in cabaret. <laughs> and I was like, um, oh, wait, are we allowed to swear on this? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you dumb bitch. Um, <laughs> that's, that's called a false equivalence. We don't say because there are no... Mm. Um, people who are hard of hearing in this room that there are no people of who are hard of hearing yeah. in the world um so i was like no actually and also you've clearly never seen me perform because i'm a black lesbian and i'm amazing mm-hmm. um so i was like okay do you know what i don't think you're going to the places where the talent is i think that all of you hoity-toity and it extends way past like pride in london i think all of you like hoity-toity producers aren't going down to um brixton you're not going to, you're just not leaving mm. your front step to yeah. go see where the talent is and you're expecting people to apply to you when you don't do anything um to create a space that lets people who aren't white know that they're welcome in it Mm. um so i founded something called the cocoa butter club and in the first ever show uh, was travis alabanza we love travis lily snatch dragon demi noir and darren charles and i hope that there wasn't someone else because if so (laughs) i don't remember (laughs) you That's funny. What was that first show like? Um, it was incredible. It was mm-hmm. oversubscribed. So it was when there used to be the venue in Camden Town called Her Upstairs. Mm-hmm. And the capacity was about, let's say, the capacity was 250, like 400 people came. Yeah. Like oh, it was wow. wild. Wow. Um, did they get in? Um, some people didn't. <laughs> and then we had to be like, <laughs> black people and people of colour. Yeah. Come oh, in. yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'm <laughs> sorry, everybody else. <laughs> um, it was incredible, though, because like my mum um, used her network to bring lots of. 
um, she used to train models and stuff like Miss Universe. Um, so to bring lots of African beauty Casual. queens and such. So know, Miss Universe. Mm. Incredible. Um, <laughs> yeah, she's African Women of the Year. Um, oh, yeah. With your mom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she's a philanthropist. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Say that five times. <laughs> Say it five times. <laughs> um, yeah, so basically when I created it, I created it for producers to come and scout uh, black talent and uh, performers of colour but um, I realised that you should actually never make anything for white people when you right. are not a white person mm. um, because what actually happened when I looked out on that room and there were people sitting with their legs crossed on the floor everyone squeezed in and I was like oh my goodness you've actually just created a space for these people Yeah. Um, and then since there the legacy has been legged yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's great I mean I think uh, that is true but because recently I've been thinking about why I do any of the things that I do. And it's because I do it for myself. And there yes. are people like me. Exactly. Like, you know, that mm. can relate and need it, need the space or need whatever I'm writing. Or, you know what I'm saying? So I think that's mm. beautiful. I think the thing with the Cocoa Butter Club is also created for white producers to come and see people. Mm. But even when the platform was created, they still didn't come anyway. Yes, so exactly. they were never going to come. Yeah. Regardless of where you put the thing, mm-hmm. they were not interested, otherwise they would have found it anyway. Yeah. So when they didn't come anyway, you're like, well, you know what, it's fine, because you had your opportunity, so we'll just do it ourselves. Mm. And actually, you create this thing, grow it, and then you're going to pay for it after. Oh, yes. yeah, we like that. you got to build your own table, boy. Yeah, you have to, boy. Yeah. Exactly. Like, it was so much work behind the scenes, so... um. I would have been 25 at the time. Um, and I reached out to lots of different performers, like, I'm going to create this thing. Mm. And um, do you want to be a part of it? And some performers were like, no, I'm not losing, like, white producers working with me. Mm. And I was like, well, you're dumb, because I'm about to create a world that's got, like, a whole ecosystem where we don't need them mm. at all. Um, and then some people did agree. So, like, I made the website in secret. I set up, like, everything in secret. So when it dropped, it just looked like this yeah, big, yeah. massive thing. Because mm. it's all about the impression that you give to people, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Wow, what was I doing at 25? Nothing. <laughs> shut, 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 shut. Do you know what? I'm still doing that. <laughs> I literally was on Instagram saying that the other day. Anyway. Anyway, um, so yeah. if you come to Coco Butter Club, what should they expect? Oh my goodness. Spectacle. Yes, Ooh. exactly. Rhinestones. We ask people to throw away, to disregard the archetypes and throw away the tropes is kind of one of the things we say. And just to get ready because we're going to decolonize and moisturize your dry and dusty life. <laughs> oh, wow. I like that. Yes. I like that. Um, so what we're doing is we're challenging uh, what is the norm in cabaret when it comes to uh, white people, like what they see. But for black people and people of color, we're actually showing you like when was the first or last time you saw a black sword swallower? When was the first or last time you saw a black burlesque performer? Mm. Are you aware that the number one most influential burlesque performer in the UK right now is a black woman? Mm. Um, Yeah, we're basically saying (coughs) that all these things don't homogeneously like belong to white people. Mm -hmm. Like we can do them too. We have hula hoopers who wear um, like their African, they wear the African clothing when they're doing it. And that's so important. Mm. Uh, roller skaters, people who hula hoop and roller skate at yeah, the same yeah, time. Yeah. Um, it's not just about like drag queens as well, drag yeah. kings, drag things, um, circus artists, aerialists, yeah. fire performers. And you're seeing it all in blackness or um, in Asianness and other people who are racially othered. Yeah. And um, that's what makes it so incredible because people, when they think of cabaret, they all think of like, 
and it's not that at all like I always open up the song at the show singing En Vogue Don't Let Go because En Vogue are the motherfucking shit and it really warms up the room and everyone's like oh wow I didn't know it was familiar exactly I like that already come through yeah I'm actually sad that I missed the last one because there was a lot going on I think I think with cabaret as well though it's like what exists in this city without people even really like you see when you look at like what you think is happening in London and then you look a little bit closer and you're like, oh, actually, you could go to a poetry night, you could go to a film screening, you could go, you could do anything in this city. You just got to look a little bit harder for it. Mm-hmm. So cabaret really cabaret exists in an abundance in this city. But if you've never accessed it before, or you didn't even know that you wanted to go and see a burlesque performer, yeah. or know that it can be created with you in mind yeah. Yeah, yeah. as well, like oh, okay, so right now uh, the most influential burlesque performer, her name is Demi Noir. Mm-hmm. and she um, is from South London and yeah. she created a burlesque act where she uses classical burlesque vocabulary mm-hmm. but the song is to 21 seconds so solid okay, crew yeah, yeah, and yeah. you wouldn't Just even think yeah, that yeah. that exists right? <laughs> and she's yeah. doing all the things that you see Dita yeah. Von Teese do mm-hmm. all the lovely things of her big luscious really expensive boa um, and it's her homage to like where she's from it's her love mm-hmm. letter to South London and she's yeah. taken that like around the world Um yeah, I guess people just need to know that, like, this exists. Yeah, yeah I or think, or do you know what? I think that people need to know that you c- blackness can be expressed in different ways. Yeah. Yes. Because mm. I'm not really sure that um, people would think that could be expressed yeah. in burlesque in that kind of way. But they've only seen white people do it. Yeah, yeah. that's but why. I think, exactly. it's, I think it's also accessing, it's accessing the, what cabaret is. Because mm. like I said earlier, though, it's like, even when I joined the, co- when I first went to the Cocoa Butter Club, mm-hmm. I went at, with somebody else and she said, like, oh, do you want to go to this cabaret? And I was like, not really. Because mm. what I imagined cabaret to be was like some seaside old drag queen. Yeah, yeah, that I'm yeah. like, I don't want to see somebody mm-hmm. st- sitting on a stool and being like badly done up. That's yeah, yeah. I don't find that entertaining <laughs> yeah, at all. Yeah. Actually, mm-hmm. that's my worst nightmare. Mm. And then so you when I went to the Coke Club, me. yeah, and it was a completely <laughs> different idea of what cabaret could be. Mm. So I think like first you've got to access the idea that it doesn't have to be like, South End, mm, do you know what right. I mean? Like actually, it exists in the richness and the coolness of blackness as well. Yeah. So you're seeing Demi Noir do Twenty One Seconds, or you're seeing Reese's Pieces do like a mashup to a drag queen act to Nicki Minaj or whatever mm. that is accessible to our community mm-hmm. because you're actually just watching yourselves on the stage. Yeah. It's what you're dancing to anyway, but somebody's doing it, performing it for you. Right. Exactly. Like um, we like to look at what already exists and then be like, okay, well, how can we either queer that or how can we make it black? Mm. How can yeah. we make it accessible to us? So one of the things I ask people is I'm like, okay, so how come it's okay for a ukulele player to get up and be doing like, um, to be doing spoken words, their ukulele and kind of emulating rap. And why can't we just book a grime MC? Mm. Honestly. And we do have that at the Cocoa Butter Club. And that is also what's incredible because we'll book um, like a random music artist and they will come in thinking, I'm just going to play this music gig. And then they will see a black burlesque performer. And now they're like, whoa. And then the networking happens because now they're like, hey, I want you in my music video. Mm. So that's also... um, Okay, so I'll take it back to, it's so multifaceted as to why I started it. But I remember I was walking down the street um, in Camden Parkway and I called my little sister and I was like, I've just had this idea. I'm going to create this thing. It's going to be called the Cocoa Butter Club Mm -hmm. and they're going to exist all around the world. And it means whenever we travel to perform, we have a hub to go to Mm -hmm. where we know we won't like experience fuckery, won't experience microaggressions Mm -hmm. and we'll be able to network worldwide. And just to let you know that um, (laughs) there's actually the Cocoa Butter Club London, England, mm. uh, the Cocoa Butter Club, Australia, 
the Cocoa Butter Club Berlin, the Cocoa Butter Club Paris. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Global. I know it's fair that. Paris wow. month, next month and oh, also Paris. Manchester as well. So how did that come back? How did you connect and even just launch in other countries? Um, well, the Australian one is because one of the people <laughs> that I wanted to be in the launch was getting deported. That visa was up, um, mm-hmm. and they had to go back. And I was like, "You can only go back if you make a cocoa butter club in mm. Australia." Oh. I mean, they were always going to go back. They're going to go right? back, anyway, but yeah, yeah. yeah, it's alright. Yeah. It's alright. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, Sadie, for you, I'll lie. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then the others. Do you want to explain how they got started? The others up? would be because people would have been part of the cocoa butter club here, and then would have been moving back to other places or to other places. So, like mm-hmm. the Berlin chapter is because an incredible performer, um, Luna TikTok went to Berlin to start a different career in burlesque there. Oh, okay. But also it's, it's because it's needed in those spaces. Right. So you go to all these countries and you have like everything, everybody's split up into their own little categories. But actually the Cocoa Butter Club was needed in Berlin because a place for black people and people of colour to experience those things together right. was needed. So mm. actually now when we go to Berlin, we've got a whole group of people in whole different venues that nobody else is accessing in the right way because mm. they're not doing it together or they're, they're being booked very singularly around the city mm. instead of being booked in abundance mm. in a space. So yeah. like they're still being like one person on a lineup and like, well, the producer's not doing your job. Yeah. They're not doing your job right yeah. because there's loads of people who can all be here at the same time. But it's, it's outside of this city, I think things are... It's very, very different. Very, yeah. So, and it meant it's supposed to be still black performers and Asian and everyone, yeah. but mm. you end up, do you get, end up getting white ones as well sometimes? Oh. Yeah. Who? No. <laughs> no. Oh, me? Okay. Not me. So, yeah, that's a real you know, thing. You know sometimes they just show up. Be like, you know, oh. no, no, do you know what I mean? No. You can yeah. be in the audience, you yeah. can cheer, yeah, yeah. you can buy a ticket, but you will not be you on will stage. You will never be on stage. Mm. Um, and that's a real nuance about our space. So basically, um, and I say this with confidence because we have to give ourselves our flowers, right? And we have to give them whilst we're alive as well. Um, and the Cocoa Butter Club really is a rare space and its integrity is completely there. And there have been other spaces that have opened up since the Cocoa Butter Club, which um, aim to do similar to what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, but because they don't understand the way in which we do or why we truly do what we do. Mm. So sometimes they have had white performers and I'm just like, oh, that's just a shame Mm. because actually now you've just thrown away all your integrity to your project. It doesn't make Mm. any sense. And if we've been going for six years, Mm. then how can you in two years or in one year have a white person in your cast? If for six years and in many different countries, yeah, Yeah. and we have never had to do that. It's also after six years, there's still so many people trying to be in the show so like there's still people that we have to say no to because you might need six people in a show but 20 people have applied to it for that one event so actually if there's too many of us to be in this one Mm -hmm. show you can't possibly need other bodies in that that's what i was gonna ask yeah because i was to me as someone who is not necessarily in a career world or even attends and to me it sounds like it's very niche Mm -hmm. you know it sounds like oh like where are where are they i haven't seen them before do you know what i mean so like I was going to say, is it even difficult to get performers or is, it, is it just... No, yeah. we did a call out in the beginning at the beginning of June and we had like 150 people sign up and we had so many pole dancers, like mm. so many pole artists. So like, keep doing your thing. It was absolutely incredible to see yeah. like an influx of black pole performers. Yeah. Um, yeah, it made me just so proud. I think it also really, it's really about thinking also what, what you imagine cabaret to be. 
because cabaret could really be anything. So yes. like, it is if about you're that, a yeah. b-boy, That's you could be in cabaret. Yeah. Yeah. If you are, I don't know, if you spin plates, you could be in cabaret. Like, depending on what your skill set is, if you turn up for that day and you've got a five minute thing, it can be cabaret. Right. Yeah. So it doesn't always have to be like burlesque performers or drag kings and queens. It's honestly like, if you're a rapper, if you're a beatboxer, you can yeah, be in a cabaret. Let's decolonize mm. literally the yeah. concept of what cabaret is. Yeah. Because it doesn't have to be this rigid, like, yeah. box. So that's why we yeah. have so many people who are, if you're an entertainer, if, you, if you're if you a theater maker yeah. and you want to read a bit of your script and somebody's playing the drums behind you, it can be cabaret. Mm. So it's a, it's, it's, a, it's a variety show, but it's also about like what you're, what you're wanting to express in that time. So like one of our artists, came to a show and then decided to kind of go home, practice in their room, made this whole thing. And there was like, oh, I've, I've made something and I don't know if it's cabaret, but like, can I test yeah. it? And you're like, because yeah. there's different um, veins what we do. So you have like the development bit where people can come and you pay a five pounds to watch it, but also it's the first time some of these people have performed. Mm-hmm. Or you can come to Underbelly and pay like 25 pound and watch people who do it as their job every day. Yeah. Yeah. So everybody is welcome at some point onto that stage mm-hmm. if you are interested in doing it. So everybody, if you can do kick-ups for 20 minutes, you could do it to cabaret. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, yeah. and that's also what we'll bring out in you as well, Mm -hmm. um, is that, yeah, people come to us like, oh, I think I want to do this thing. And we're like, no, no, you do do this thing. You Mm -hmm. are doing this thing. Mm -hmm. And we provide actual professional development. So you can come in, as Cassie was saying, at the showcases. Um, That's where you can bring your new pieces if you're a seasoned performer or you can step up to the mic for the first time Mm -hmm. if you're a new performer. Um, and then we will develop you into our other like private commissions. Um, and then if you really, really want to go for it, then you can come to the production team, um, which is, mm. as Cassie said, our underbelly cast. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> well, so how have you guys been to the other Cocoa Bar Clubs? <laughs> we get flown out to them. I need to understand that I am a Virgo raised by a Capricorn. <laughs> and um, no, so basically, everyone thinks I'm really fancy. I know you're thinking it as you're watching it. Um, And um, I want want fanciness, not necessarily luxury, Mm -hmm. but I want the best treatment for black performers. Mm. So even when we are booked to go somewhere, I'm always like, okay, what's the hotel like? You know, are they going to pay for our flights? What's included in that? Mm. Um, Because that's the experience I want us to have. Um, And I guess what I mean by that is I can't help it if white producers have settled for the bare minimum, if they're allowing their performers to turn up to shows and get changed in toilets. Mm. I won't have it at the Cocoa Mm. Butter Club. Like there's a non-negotiable list Mm. of things. There needs to be a warm room, needs to be full length mirrors, needs to be water provided and such. Because if we're going to do this, I want us to be treated with the most respect. Because also we don't do it all the time. So it has to be respected that... We have been pushed out onto the fringes of this thing. So if you do want us at your venue, actually, you're going to go extra. You're going to do more than you would do for booking in a white production. Mm. You're going to make us feel very comfortable. The only the only place that we haven't been is to the Australia chapter. Mm. But the Australia <laughs> chapter... <laughs> and I'm laughing because that time I tried when they sent the email. And I was like, <laughs> yes, we would gladly come from London. And they're like, no, no, no. Can you redirect us yeah. to the Australian thing? I was like, oh, okay. But yeah, that's, I think that's the only one. But it, it exists like in its own form. Mm. So we very much trust the group that are there to like allow it to happen. Because they also, it's a very different um, system, right? Mm. It's not, it's a very different reason why their Cocoa Butter Club works. Yes. It's not the same as being here that like people are taken from one, one place to another. Theirs is very different. Like mm. they're just from the place. 
and their place has been taken over. So their mm. stories are different on the stage. Right. So we yes. trust what yeah. they're doing with their mm. art. Thank you for bringing it up. Like, actually, when um, it was founded, I was told I needed to change some of the terminology. Like, on our former website, it used to say, um, oh, you found your tribe. But actually, the Australian team were like, do you mind not using the word tribe? Yeah, Could right. you change that to you found your home yeah. instead? And nuances, they were like, um, please, can you not say showcasing performers of colour or people of colour? Because we're not people of colour. We're the first people. Mm. That, that others us. That puts us as the second category. Um, and that was such a beautiful nuance to learn. Mm. Yeah. yeah. It's funny because you know, you know about the tribes, you know they were there first and everything, yeah, but yeah, you don't yeah. really think about it in your terminologies and your language. Language and is so important, yeah. Mm. I always say tribe, might have to change that up now, nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, but it depends on what it means to you, yeah, though, doesn't it? Like, yeah. It's all my friends, I just want my, my friends when I say that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel yeah. like we should have a stamp and like every time something successful happens, I just wanted to run over and like stamp you yeah. and, and be like, you've been... Decolonized. Yeah. <laughs> this is one of those moments. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Definitely. That is <laughs> that is hilarious. But all of that exists then in cabaret. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So it all sounds like I think it's something that we talk about all the time is like it when you talk about the things that you're doing, it all sounds really big and really heavy. And then you watch the thing and mm. you're like, oh, actually it's it is that easy yeah. to make your difference or to like your mini protest or whatever it is that you're doing, yeah, it really is that easy just to make it into a burlesque performance, have it in five minutes and done. Mm. But you have to know why you're in those spaces. And then your audiences very much understand that they're in our space for that time. Mm. So like going into the RVT or going into Roundhouse or whatever, mm-hmm. for those two hours, that is our space and other people are invited into it for mm. that time or told to leave. So when they're yeah. not following, following the rules that we've set, it's also like, oh, you could just be anywhere else in London. So maybe you should go there. And we make a point, like, I actually say it on stage as well. I'm like, if you look like me, welcome home. Mm-hmm. If you don't look like me, welcome into our home. Yeah. So you're going to hear language that you might not be familiar with and full stop. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah, don't yeah, make yeah. apologies yeah. for anything. <laughs> when we're speaking, yeah. I'm speaking to the black people mm-hmm. primarily. And then I'm speaking to um, the other people of colour. And the reason for that order is obviously because anti-blackness exists um still amongst people of color and, yep. mm. um, so we have to be sure to center black people also because i'm a black person um mm. so why wouldn't i center my identity in this experience absolutely um, and especially because a black person created it and um that has to be honored mm. yeah. we've only been to one burlesque show ever <gasps> where was that it wasn't was it in monument i feel Did like it was talking about club no. no, it wasn't. Was no. it not in Monument? It definitely. Was it not? <laughs> Did you go to <laughs> uh, <laughs> Proud Embankment? That's the one. No, that's no. Oh, when I was dancing with that guy that you always bring up. Oh, that wasn't Bert. That wasn't Yeah, but cabaret. it was. No, no, no. It was. It was a book launch. Yeah, yeah. But there was a. <laughs> do you see that? Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on a second. Hold on. You don't remember the white lady that took off her clothes? Yeah, but it was a book launch. We went to a book launch. Yeah, but that was in <laughs> Proud. It was, a cabaret. it was still in yeah, a, they, they a burlesque it. place, right? Yeah. It was yeah. still yeah. in a venue. The venue. Is the venue still there? Is the venue I'm not sure. There? I'm not, not sure. Yeah, 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 yeah it, it is. There. It's very much still there. It's also it was, it was underneath somewhere. Oh, yeah, it was underneath somewhere. What is that event that is there sometimes? Oh, what, Lick? No, the other one. The old one. I don't feel this was back. It wasn't that proud. It wasn't proud in Backman. It wasn't. It wasn't. It was a monument. It was a monument. Yeah, it wasn't proud in Backman. Because it was small. It was much smaller. Smaller. And there was a white lady that was had tassels and she was taking her gear off. Juice. Bootylicious. 
Oh. Used to oh, sometimes booty. be there. Yeah. 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 In um, the arches. Yeah. In, in Vauxhall. But it's used to sometimes oh. be in an embankment. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Oh. That's not where it was. It no, wasn't it wasn't. There. It wasn't <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't there. We don't, it know, we don't know London. No, no, no. It was, a, it was a monument, <laughs> but there was, uh, yeah, right there. It was, it was, it was a book close. Yeah. It was yeah. a book that close. That definitely wasn't the Cocoa Butter Club. No, exactly. No. Yeah. I was like, I've been to Cocoa Butter I think I have. A long time ago, though. But I feel like it was during the time of life where everything was a bit blurry. Nice. We used to do really big events. Like we'd do a show and then we'd have like food being served as well. Yeah, yeah. And then we'd foods. also do club nights yep, downstairs yep, yep, yep. Well. And we'd have pop-up yeah, performances. I've been before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know if we can you know, like, wasn't there. I, do you know, I went I, with um, our friends that we're not friends with anymore. Oh, okay. And my ex-girlfriends that I met you through. Wow, so it really was your old life. Oh, it was. That's her past life. It was. I know. No, I've been before. Well, come to another one and you'll remember. When, yeah, when is the next one? Oh, my goodness. On Friday and Saturday, actually. Which Friday and Saturday? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. What okay, time? so I need to tell you something, okay? You need I to come and see this. this. It's called the Queer Burlesque Review. And mm-hmm. basically, we are showcasing the spectrum of queer identity, hyphen, mm. tease. Uh-huh. Get it? <laughs> Identities. <laughs> um, and we're proving... <laughs> So oh, it's it's it. always like this, um, <laughs> and we're showing that queer has always been here, and it's mm. best and most beautiful and bold when in full color, full right. color. Mm. So what time is it? Um, seven thirty on, on Friday, Friday. and right. nine fifteen on the Saturday. There's the aerial, there's burlesque, there's drag kings and queens. Oh. There's aerial poles there's as well. Sounds very exciting. Fire. Oh, fire! But what's really important is it's the queer burlesque review. So basically, we're we're responding to all like the queer spaces that have been shut down, mm-hmm. and we're taking over this space. And like our lineup is made up of not just like cisgendered people, non-binary people, trans, mm. um, as well and all different sexualities like that's what's really important because you will see it expressed in the content yeah. that we're doing mm. so we have um trans men looking at their masculinity in the context of a burlesque act mm. and um think about old school r&b like don't oh. think about the music that's on now think about old i'm definitely school. coming oh, in yeah, yeah, like yeah one of the performers is dancing <laughs> to Aaliyah, and like oh, it's, oh, it's, it's, it's oh okay so where do, people, yes. where do you buy tickets from Underbelly, underbellyfestival.com. Okay. Oh, sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what? I'm meant to be going to a festival on Friday. There's still we're, more festivals. Basically, yeah, yeah. Strawberries and cream. Oh, uh, yeah. No, that's, that's oh, cute. Yeah, so yeah. I'm meant to be going to that, but I'm meant to be glamping. So we're going to go oh. on Friday and then the festival starts on Saturday. But you know what? I might just go on Saturday. Go on Saturday. Oh, yeah. Where is it? I think so too. Is it in Cambridge? I think it's yes, in Cambridge. it's in Cambridge. It used to be called Strawberry Fest. And then Strawberry Fest is no more. And then now it's got cooler and it's Strawberries and Cream. Is it the same thing? Well, I've decided it is. I think some of, uh, uh, some of the DJs that we work with <laughs> are also the same. What's his name, the DJ? The one that owns Jewels and Cream. Uh, he's no a DJ. <laughs> I have no idea. He's a queer DJ as well. Oh. But I feel like he just started DJing, no. Mm. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> but part, <laughs> part of the Saturday show, there's like an after-party bit as well. So like, mm. um, we've got some of our DJs then coming in to do like the close-down of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because... It's a, just a pure celebration of us being able to take over that space. And again, invite, like, it'll be our normal community and it'll be people that come to our shows, but also it'll be, like, the suits who pay yeah. whatever price they pay for cabaret. I don't know. But yeah. And we take that, their they're money. to pay that. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's also the opportunity for them for... Because sometimes you can just tell your own people things you know all the time. Mm. But actually, sometimes the people who have no idea what is going on in that space need to be at the back to listen to the thing. Mm. So they can watch cabaret and they can be like, oh, actually, 
the next time, like Sadie says all the time, the next time you go to a show and there's an only white lineup, you're going to remember this day. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, why yeah, is there yeah, when yeah. It, we're here in abundance? Mm. So actually watch the show and then learn something. Okay. And then take your clothes off. Wow. <laughs> <Why not>? <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to come to Saturday one. I'll bring my girlfriend. Yes. yes. Um, Amazing. Yes. I'm well, I'll, be the I'll be at the festival, won't I? Yes. <laughs> yeah. You should come on Friday. Yeah, I'll yeah, oh, no, come Friday. And then Friday. you can compare shows yeah, because we'll they Friday. don't have the exact same lineup. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. good. Yeah. That's what different. makes it spicy. Oh, okay. Exactly. Which one's more spicy night? Um, Saturday. is a longer show. Saturday, Saturday is an hour like and a half. Saturday sounds like going to be the spicier one. Friday. <laughs> No, Friday's incredible because there's a song that I'm performing, a double act with Demi, uh, she's doing Fire, um, mm, that we can't true. do on the Saturday. Oh, um, because rules. I know. Are you um, singing on Saturday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Don't, don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cool. Oh, oh my God, I get myself every time. Oh, <laughs> yes, I think I'm going to be there. Guys, I think you should also, but I'm talking to the people that listen to the podcast. Guys, I think you should buy a ticket to come and see because this episode comes out on Wednesday so you've got time for sure you've yeah. got time you've got, got time. time so like the actual space itself is it for only queer people or other people no. allowed so mm-hmm. th- no the space is for all the people who want to support the either the Cocoa Butter Club they want to go to a cabaret some people have no idea why they're there some people mm. it's because their company bought them a ticket yeah, yeah. But yeah. it's honestly yeah. about like sharing our story with all the people yeah. So like sometimes when it's our smaller shows like at the RVT is specifically for certain audiences mm-hmm. to be like actually this one is for you. Mm-hmm. But Underbelly because it's the bigger like commercial show it's like this is what we've grown into and this is how we're able to put it on so everybody should come and celebrate with us there. Yeah, so it's like slightly what? different gonna, audiences. Um, I'm gonna send a company wide email tomorrow. With yeah, yeah. Wow, we I'm would love do that. It. I feel like my so we've got a Pride Network at work, and I think they yeah. it's just right up their street. But yeah. everyone else should be invited yeah. to. Yeah, yeah. But the Pride Network would love it. I'm yeah. gonna send it to them. Tomorrow. And this this is why Underbelly is so good is because you can also get companies to be like, oh, do you remember our Christmas party? We should mm. do it here. Mm. Or you see, it's like the end of summer party for your work. You should do it there because everybody gets a little bit of their thing. So some people are like, oh, I've got a glass of wine and a show. Yeah, yeah. And then <laughs> some people are like, oh, no, look, it's actually, this is for me. Yeah. So I'm going to get you guys in my work Christmas party. Yes. I think I mean I get people in my workplace. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, 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 she did a talk about workplace in doing Pride. You, Lady Phil, mm. Travis and Ryan. Yes. Yeah. So they did it. I like to get people into my workplace. Good. Wow. Honestly, I think they'll love it. They would love it. Like my work people would love it. Yeah, this, and this I think is such a, a interesting way of like how all networks are changing at the moment of being like, you could pay these people who have no idea how to run a workshop or who they're running it for, but you could get the people that you work with or the people in the arts that are next to you all the time in our communities already mm-hmm. to do the talking that people are paying other people millions of pounds for. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I think it's the better way around. Yeah, 100%. What are you YouTube um, <laughs> at the Cocoa Butter Club, one of our super shows, I stood on stage and I was like, I need money. <laughs> I can't keep doing this without money. Yeah. <laughs> um, I can't keep paying the performers but not paying myself um, at all because that's totally how it started. You know, mm. you do that. Um, and Cassie 
came oh, I was basically I put some conditions I was like no white people are allowed to be the person to help me find funding mm-hmm. um, because so many white people had seen it already because it had been going for about a year before Cassie had come to see it and they'd been like I want to help you I'm going to yeah, help you get yeah. funding and I was like are you or are you just saying you're going to help me get funding so that you're kind of having a saviour moment yeah, and yeah, this yeah. Here? because no one ever came through no. um, so when I stood on stage and then yeah. you accepted the task so I'd, I'd just come back from travelling and I, because I came, I had a theatre company and stuff before. Mm-hmm. Finished doing the theatre company, went travelling because I was like, London is wild, <laughs> <laughs> so I need to go somewhere else. But as I was like coming back, I was like, oh, but also, what am I going to do with my life? Because I, le- I just left. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I need to find a way back into the arts that doesn't have to be that mean that I'm on stage to like write the show and produce the show and mm-hmm. do the show. So then, when I went to the Coca Butter Club, I was like, oh my god, this is it. Because also on that day. Sadie stood on stage and said, oh, I'm really happy that, like, everybody was able to come here and support this thing. And uh, something about, like, in a whitewashed industry, it's amazing that these people were able to be celebrated. So a woman turned to me and was like, a white woman in the sh- at the show said, doesn't that mean that she's blackwashing? I was like, pardon? What? <laughs> so I was like, firstly... <laughs> Firstly, can I just congratulate you because you just made up a word, so well done. Yeah. <laughs> That's why you're also, you're an idiot mm. and you think that I'm the person to talk to. I think mm. you should probably go and talk to Sadie if that's what you mm. think. Mm. So in that one show, there was all these experiences of like random white lady talking to me as if I've got anything to do with this thing, mm. but not talking to Sadie. I was like, that's the first problem is you think that you could talk to me because I didn't say nothing. Yeah. Go and talk to the lady, but you're not going to go to her. Are you? Sure. No. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> you're not going to talk to her, exactly. but you think it's appropriate to talk to me. Yeah. I'm not, I, you shouldn't talk to me about it because you're going to get more of a fight from me than from Sadie. So, first That lady, is also actually true and should be known. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that is, that Basically, Cass is on parade. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that happens every day. That happens a lot, you know. When I was shooting my film, like, what well, we shot it in my house because, you know, budget. Um, we was all standing outside because we had to be quiet and there was a uh, a couple that were passing they were white and they just kept asking the white people on set oh what's this about and they yeah. were like oh this is uh, not, I'm just the crew that's the producer over there to oh. my girlfriend and they still turned around to the white girl and said oh so what's the film uh. yeah no yeah. like yeah. they just don't see no. they they yeah. do see they do see but they're like oh don't am I allowed to talk to you no well, then you shouldn't be here don't ask the question it's then just, yeah it's just so at that, that part sh- at that show <laughs> I think probably because of that weird interaction and then because Sadie was like, oh, I need somebody to help me do this. Mm. I'd never written a successful funding form before, but I'd seen them. So I was like, actually, what we sh- I can offer you, I can try with you and mm-hmm. we can see what happens. And right. if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But also, I don't have anything else to do, so <laughs> let me see if I can write a funding <laughs> <Yeah>. form. <laughs> and then because of that, I think we we found a really balanced way of working through both those things because we both believed in the product mm-hmm. so then once we got funding Sadie then changed my signature from Cassie to the producer of the Coca Butter Club I was like oh, okay that's a thing then yeah, yeah. <laughs> why not <laughs> yes exactly right. it's oh. sick so you both produced the shows um yeah but I say I like think of myself as more artistic director because mm-hmm. Cassie I, I I wouldn't want to whilst I do some things Cassie does the producing like she sources the venues when people email us um it's usually dear Cassie, and I'm like, 
okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but then when they do email saying, dear Sadie, I'm always just forward like, that to Cassie. Cassie. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> They're yeah. like, Cassie will reply. Yeah. Um, so she facilitates and then I come in at the end. I'm like, no, change that, do this, make <laughs> it like this. <laughs> the vision is this. Um, <laughs> so that's why I'd say there is a distinction between our roles. Yeah, but it's also like what it means. So the Coca Butt Club does shows, but it's also what it means like in the kind of artistic landscape of like what we're doing and why it's important like artistically Mm -hmm. so like when you go and what you're doing for theatres so we do loads of shows in cabaret bars but you're also parts of theatres and part of festivals and so we're really talking about like the diversity and inclusion inside their programs so then it grows from being just a show into being something that people want us to go and do lectures about at universities yeah because what is the bigger what's the bigger understanding of why the Cocoa Butter Club has to exist Mm -hmm. and it's important and that's what I was kind of referring to earlier when I was saying lots of people um, think it's just the show. So in their own ways, they aim to emulate the show um, mm. to create it, um, yeah, whether with nuances or not. But we we can really um, speak about this academically. Um, yeah. yeah. And yeah, go in and do workshops. Like I've hosted uh, the NHS LGBTQ plus conference uh, because of my work at the Cocoa Butter Club. Um, so it's not just about like being an entertainer; it's actually about being an educator mm-hmm. and being like a space maker. When you first started, did you did you think of yourself as an educator outside of the Cocoa Butter Club? Um, <laughs> well, that's a question. Um, no, um, I mean, you're a Virgo, so probably. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's what I was gonna say. So yeah, like if we look back, um, this was always written when I was at my boarding school. Um, I s- we did the international baccalaureate instead of doing A levels, and um, so I, I started a dance class. And then when I left the school, my gift to it was of a teacher. We set up an application so that the school would now be able to offer drama um, and dance as part of the international baccalaureate. Like I've always been the type of person to want to bring out people's talents in them. And to, yeah, just to show that they have something going on and to create spaces for that. Mm. So I guess, yeah, like the trajectory has stayed the same. Mm-hmm. That's cool, crazy. That. So your tour, like, where did you go? You the tour. You tour, just don't you? What do you mean? You tour with um with the Cocoa Butter Club. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Girl, I was, I, like, I was like, one more time. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, again. Did we have to reach? I feel like I know <laughs> what you're saying. <laughs> but I'm like, what, 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 what? Um, so we tour nationally. We make sure, okay, so when it comes to like Pride season, um, we make sure yeah. that there are black people on stage at Manchester Pride, um, as in black queer Bright people. Brighton Pride. Brighton mm, Pride okay. as well. Um, what other Prides have we done, actually? Uh... Rotterdam. Oh my goodness. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. When we went to Amsterdam and stuff as well. That would be really good. Rotterdam Pride boots. is amazing, you know. It was yeah. so yeah. good. Yeah. Rotterdam Pride is imagine. a completely different yeah. 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 It's a completely different thing. Next year. Next year. Yeah, let's do it. I think it might be around carnival, which is why oh. there's always that like what are you gonna do? You're gonna go to carnival or you're gonna go to Pride. It's tight, I'm not gonna lie to you. It's really tight. But it is it's it's very good. And it's like very different to Amsterdam because mm. Rotterdam is maybe like what, forty minutes, forty-five minutes from Amsterdam, mm. but they're such different cities. There's like no neon. There's no mm. Heineken tours. That right. kind of thing doesn't I'm exist. Done. Not the Heineken tour. <laughs> <laughs> Don't oh, come for the Heineken tour. <laughs> Listen, I'm not here for like these these bike parties with the Heineken in the middle. Oh yeah, I've been to Amsterdam once. Oh, have you? Yeah, what? I've been, I've been yeah, twice in the same year. I don't know why I did that. 
Yeah. Amsterdam is great, but Rotterdam has just a different culture. Mm. It's also, it's just where also the other people live. Yeah. My cousin lives there, so because I've got somewhere to stay. Hey. Hey, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah. Yeah. Where are you from? Zambia. You did, you did say that. Where are you from? My mum is from Canada. My dad's from St. Lucia. Mm. So yeah. my mum lives in The Hague, which is like 15 minutes from Rotterdam. Mm. So it's a really good place to like That's cool. get into all those things. Yeah. I'd love to go to Zambia as well. I need to do a tour of Africa. That's what I need to yes. do. I need yes. to do a tour. Like, yes. That would be amazing. Come through to Zambia, so beautiful. Um, we have Victoria Falls. Um, now you may know that Zimbabwe try and say it's theirs. Clearly, <laughs> <laughs> do you know what? For time, clearly, I'm so Zimbabwe for time. I did as well. Clearly, in Zambia. Oh right, <laughs> we have to check the map for that. No, it's that. okay. Oh, we can share it. There's enough Victoria Falls for all of us. <laughs> but yeah, that would be amazing. Yeah, Absolutely. Cool. Mm. Okay, we're talking about Channel Four now. Oh, okay. Let's get into it, guys. Oh, into obviously, it. in this podcast, we always talk about representation, especially in the mainstream media. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is a big thing to us because that's how we started the podcast. You know, we didn't really yes. see ourselves represented, so we said, "Do it yourself." We don't wow. even like cameras. Don't even like mics. But might as well just go in it. <laughs> <laughs> Here we are. And um, so I didn't watch much of it. I didn't watch much, but mm. I definitely, from what I saw when I saw the breakdown from different programs and stuff, there was nothing really focused on uh, being black and queer or anything like that. And you know, I remember like someone tweeted it and I thought, and then somebody else was like, the whole day hasn't finished yet. And then someone else said, why are we not celebrating everyone that's in it instead of focusing on who's not in it? Mm. And it made me feel like, oh, like. No, that's because there was such a small slice of people who were in it. Mm. That's the thing. And I'm not talking about the individuals at all. I'm talking about like what they represent. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I didn't see, so, so I, I didn't see myself reflected in it. Um, again, being from Zambia, so like not being from West Africa, I, I didn't see yeah my part of the continent represented. I didn't see when I think about like how I used to be in a punk band. I didn't mm. see that black representation there at all. I didn't yep, see anything yep. apart from. Um, oh no, the next line would get me in trouble. I didn't see anything. Let's from say mainstream. A very mainstream. Let's say mainstream. Yeah. A very mainstream. <laughs> um, I yeah, sense of identity. Mm. Um, yeah, and not so much those who are again marginalised within that, like the intersections. And it's so important. Where was the um, major disabled programming? Yeah. Where was like I think more this, access? This Where comes was? down to the same thing we talked about earlier, though, is because the producers of those things. Mm-hmm are going to ask very specific groups, right? So they'll be like, cool, you make good TV for this because mm-hmm. maybe we can get you to talk about this thing or you can talk about this in front of these people. So those people should definitely be celebrated for taking the opportunity and doing it. But it's the producers that need to do better. It's the channels yeah. that need to do better. Because it is the producers. They're, they're, they're people, scouting yeah. or their programming mm. is what then makes you look at it and be like, oh, how comes I'm not there? because they haven't tried hard enough yeah, yeah because basically so someone um i just don't know if, if i can say their names i'll just say someone someone that i know uh, who's on tv um and who studied tv um was saying to me that basically you know it, it's a business they've got to sell mm-hmm. adverts and yeah. if they're going to sell adverts if they're going to say to sainsbury's you're going to want to put your advert on between this show um they've got to say because it features this person this person this person this person and they're already people that everyone's going to be watching mm-hmm. it's it's a risk it's a risk to invest in um, yeah. in us right now yeah, if yeah. too many people don't know about us. Mm. But again, I'm not saying my grievance is not that like about us as individuals at all. No, mm-hmm. it's uh, just about the representation. Full stop. I mean, mm. is it yeah. more about the content than because um, there were queer people 
that featured in some of the shows as yes. all um disabled or disabled yes, women as well yeah. so is it more about the content than the people that actually yeah yeah so content that centers mm. the gaze mm. of so that co- that centers the queer gaze that yeah. centers the <laughs> but not the, the gaze the gaze <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah centers the disabled experience mm-hmm. i just think um but here's the thing it's really good that it happened and let's look at this year as like the test to show that it's possible and that it can be really successful Mm -hmm. and that next year they'll be more daring with the program they will as it continues so we have to say like a massive thanks to everyone who did contribute because also we can't ask like we can't act like this was uh, dropped on all of us as a surprise Mm. there were many flyers going around saying black to front is happening yeah contact us with your project that's yeah like this came out yeah yeah i did Mm. see that yeah that's true so you know maybe many yeah 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 i agree with that i think sometimes it is hard to like put everything in you know like a lineup um but then there was the show at the end where they were talking about colorism and you know mm-hmm. so there's that so i guess oh, there's the opportunity i mean they could have put some more black people in there i feel like there could have been more inside they could have put some more i feel like they could have been at least one program you know because we exist outside of pride month and outside yeah. of black yeah. history month yes. do you know so what yeah. i mean that's, yeah. that's also the massive thing yeah right? like a month ago everything was rainbows everywhere yeah mm-hmm. like, oh, we want you to talk we want you to be here we mm-hmm. want to be on these stages so if it exists a month ago Where's that same kind yeah. of funding for the yeah. rest of the year? But I yeah. think it's so funny how they say, oh, like, they're just scared to invest in us because they don't think we'll watch TV, red, 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 and they put our shows at 11 p.m., bastards. No it's, no. it's silly. Like, come on. Like, this, this, even this just shows you. And even when you were talking about there's so many, like, performers that audition for the things that you put out, the calls that you put out. When I put out a call for my film, like, 200 people. Yeah. Yeah audition they sent tapes there's so many that's the like, only yeah. people that saw your, right. your auditions out there right about everybody else who didn't even didn't, see it who right. would have applied it's insane i'm not so it's it, like there is there's uh the stories there and there's talent is there and it's huge you know what's funny is that we're t- we there's two different tv people that are talking to us just about like what we're doing and what stories they can create around what we're doing and we're like mm. We don't need a story around what we're doing. Yeah, mm. what we, we already do exist. is wonderful. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, even that is like the actual story. Imagine yeah. a kind of like a, I'm going to say late night, but or even <laughs> like from seven, if you must, but because of the burlesque, maybe from nine, um, <laughs> variety show that is black and queer. Mm. Like yeah. just put that on the TV. Mm-hmm. Like even what even happened to that? We used to have times when like you would see circus and stuff on television. Mm. Some yeah, sort yeah. of like black queer Jules Holland type of. I mean, mm. if you see Strictly like Come Dancing, you just also give them nipple tassels and hula hoops. Yeah, yes. honestly, exactly. it's, the sec- yeah. it's exactly the same thing. But yeah. we have so many of those shows like Strictly Come Dancing. There's another one on Dancing on Ice and yeah. How many times have you watched the Yeah, Britain's Got Talent. How many do we like? It's like and and then they that award talent, is. but they don't look at the actual talent that they have. Yeah, that and deck one is just <laughs> fam. Oh, that Saturday Night Live. They won that award. They won the award for twenty, for 20 years. years. That's too years. much. Yeah. Is that's that that's so embarrassing? Thirds of my life. That's too much. <laughs> that is embarrassing. Do you know what? I would be embarrassed to go. And even after that, they were shocked. <laughs> how can you act like you were shocked that you behaved on the twentieth time? You acting like you're. Pro- but no. surely, at some point, you have to look at yourself and be like, do you know what? 
Maybe I'm the problem. Maybe I need to take up two spades. I'm taking up two spades. I mean, they even won when they hadn't didn't have any shows that year. It's one of because whichever one got the drink driving. Yeah, and they still won that year. I'm so I was looking at their advert the other day. I'm so surprised that actually. Everybody, ju- the TV industry, just yeah, really yeah, just th- completely forgetting that. Yeah. yeah. They're allowed straight back on the TV. Mm. If it was no. a black man, hey, you know. It would have been done. They keep, they always talk about Dan Abbott and that can. They always they bring They won't up. leave her alone. <laughs> one, one, <laughs> one MNS can, you know. Leave her <laughs> auntie alone. Yeah. They yeah. always bring her up. She didn't go to prison. Well, well, they but you know what I mean. It's all of this business. I yeah. don't know. It's, I just feel like with this Channel 4 thing, I definitely feel they could have tried a bit harder. Yeah. Um... I think the time slots were there, you know what I mean? And like you said as well, it's not always about our stories and stuff. It's just about us just being there, like just included. Yeah. That The High Life program 100% could have had a black queer person. Yeah, 100%. I feel like there's enough, even with the adverts um, excuse as well, there's enough names already. You can, It's okay to slot in someone that maybe yeah. they might not know. Mm. Do you know what I mean? You can do mm-hmm. that amongst so all of them. It's really assuming what your audience wants mm-hmm. because like I would happily watch a whole bunch of different things or like, when you watch TV at three o'clock in the morning, sometimes you're like, I don't even know what this random thing is, but yeah. you engage anyway. Mm-hmm. So it's assuming that the, your audiences want a certain product mm-hmm. without yeah. asking the people. It's like, I don't know, it's like gentrifying anything, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Shoreditch needs this without they asking the people. still want to make it accessible to white people. And like, yeah. that's painful to say. I'm not saying the content in there emulates mm. white people at all. I'm saying it, it's accessible to white people. Mm. If you um, created something really radically radical um and whatever that means so whether that's like not even in the english language or something then uh, they feel it would alienate too many people it wouldn't have the interest of and at the end of the day they're always creating with white people in mind Full all stop. the time even if Full it's a black stop. show yeah, exactly. and you see all the time on tv because it just it's just whitewashed yeah. or you know like and i just i want us to interrogate that like even to look at the language that is used the clothing that is used everything like how how much is it still creating comfort for mm-hmm. white people in the spaces? Yeah. It's just I a missed it, opportunity yeah. to create something like, rad- I mean, like I'm saying it was, but um, what I mean is looking at the rest of the intersections, mm-hmm. like acknowledging our whole black worlds, mm-hmm. which wasn't done. Yeah. I've, I definitely think it was um, quite one dimensional in mm-hmm. terms of the type of blackness. I want to say yeah, that's, that was that's um, what I'm put on there. Say, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And but we've talked about this before, like people that are the people want to say the alternative black people never get the shine. Yeah, you know, we talked no. about yeah. this before, like people that have alternative interests, listen to different kind of music. This is the thing, like, and, 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 and that's why people are just like, people are like, just like, okay, well, that's not black because what is black? You can't be policing people's oh blackness. My There's so yeah. many. We're all really different. Yeah, so it's I just not a monolith think, at all. Yeah, like um, if I think about all the times in my life, I used to work in. Um, <laughs> There's some running jokes about me, things everyone knows. Like, I used to be in a For punk band. Um, I, my degree's in contemporary dance. <laughs> and I used to work in hospitality. Mm. Um, <laughs> and we had these two uh, young 17-year-old black boys. And they were like, oh, uh, you know, you, you're so white. And mm. the way I read them to filth, I was like, how dare you? Are mm. you saying that black people can't pronounce their T's? Yeah. Are you saying black people can't be well-spoken? You're saying black people can't play multiple instruments? I'm very confused. Mm. Like, what is your limited idea of blackness? And why do you want to bring such an injustice to all of us and put us into such... And look at that. Now I'm getting angry again. <laughs> Someone <laughs> talk about something but, else. No, but it's true. Like, we've, we've been speaking about it quite yeah. a bit lately. And it's like... I'm just not here for you it You know, it's just... Even like we had um, a black queer disabled person on recently, but um, they live in America, and some of hearing some of the problems that they deal with, and it's, you just 
Do you know what? It's, that's their world. We don't even know anything about yeah, it yeah. because it's not out there. No one speaks about it. Yeah. You know, I, think, I think that lots of like lots of creativity has always existed on the fringes of everything, right? Mm. And then commercial stuff sponges off of that. So you have like all the drag queens. I mean, it could be anything. It could be the ballroom scene. It could be mm-hmm. alternative alternative music. It, it could be music that's not that alternative at all. But it exists on the fringes so that people can always be a part of it. Mm-hmm. So that some TV person or some radio or somebody with money can come and pick one thing and be like, cool, this is this is really cool. This is what people want to access. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We can make you into this product. Mm-hmm. But the fringes of things will always be where the creative creativity exists. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what you're doing. Yeah. So sometimes, as much as like you might not be the millionaire out of it, but you have like integrity and your mm. passion mm-hmm. lives there. Because the things with Channel 4 is that you've also got to be really careful that they don't mold you into what they want anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're always that well. Stuff like with the BBC and Channel 4, all these, yeah. you know, mainstream. They have a very clear they idea. They will do that shit to you. Yeah. And either you say, mm-hmm. yeah, okay, because do you know what? I want to be on the TV. Yeah. Or you say, do you know what? That's £10,000 that I can't take because mm-hmm. what I actually prefer is when we sit in the studio and we do this together. Because you you just got to decide who, where your boundaries are and what you're going to do with it. But the fringes are always going to be... If you look at kind of any music, that's where... Yeah, where it's most radical, from. where it's underground. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. That's true. <coughs> that's true. Right. Mm. That's Channel 4. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. I mean, it was good. It was good. I, 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 I didn't watch all of them, so I, I, I'm going to watch some... Um, I enjoyed oh, look, you know, some of it. Yeah, I'm going um, to watch it next week. But that's I don't thing, watch TV much. It's good it exists. It's, it's, a, it's a celebration that exists. It's mm-hmm. just also what exists next. Yeah. Yes. How do you invite the people that's really to important. continue? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it's also important like, to challenge ourselves as like queer people. Um, to I know we see a lot of it, but to kind of sit sit through and see like what the mainstream are doing and see what they're enjoying and see what's up. Because also, if we want to survive in what we're doing, we at least mm-hmm. basically if we, if we want them to see us, we need to see them as well. Like mm-hmm. we can't have our separate systems because that's not what yeah. it's about. Because yeah. actually, that's like how whiteness operates, and that's actually what it's given onto us. Saying that different groups of people can't coexist in one space, yeah, so we yeah, have yeah. to rebuke that completely. Yeah, um, and. Decolonize. That was me stamping <laughs> myself. Yeah, man. Yeah. Okay. So before we wrap up, you are ridiculous. <laughs> All day, baby. Yeah, this, 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 the stamp is coming. Yeah, out. No, the stamp. Uh, I love it. I love it. So before we um, wrap up, yeah. tell people what they need to know about what's coming up next. Where should they follow you guys? How do they support you as well? Yeah. How can they support? Oh, nice. Um, Give us money. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. No, also come to our shows because if you don't come to our shows, then who are we doing it for? Mm. Um, And um, you didn't really consent to this contract, but we're doing it for you. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, Yeah, follow us on social media, of course, at the Cocoa Butter Club on Instagram. Um, And it's cocoa, like the cocoa bean, not like Cocoa Pops. So (laughs) please stop embarrassing yourselves because it's too much. People put it like that, just I didn't, oh, okay. they really do. Okay, and then they're like, "I can't find you on Instagram," yeah. and I'm like, "What? What? Is, what? Get out! You're not even welcome to follow us no more." Um, we are. I think we are on Twitter, but um, oh yeah, it's Cocoa Butter Show on there because someone in yeah, someone has Cocoa Butter Club, and basically Twitter won't release it to us because they didn't just remove the thing. Whoever had it before must have been such a bad spammer that oh. they won't let 
us have the name and I've sent them the company details. I'm like, we're a registered company. Uh, we literally own this. Like, yeah. title. Do they even tweet? Um, but they, no, oh. it's inactive. You can all go check it out. Go check out like Twitter, <laughs> the Cocoa Butter Club. <laughs> if everyone, just, I don't know, just report it. Or, know, someone, who works at Twitter? <laughs> I don't know um, that works at Twitter. You do actually, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah give us the, give we'll, us the we'll handle. We'll send them an email for you. Give <laughs> us the handle right um, now. But yeah, also if, if anybody's a performer who thinks that they want to do cabaret or they want to do because we also do like classes and stuff mm. so like yes like burlesque classes for black bodies or hula hoop classes for people who have no idea what they're doing or also do like hen parties and stuff as well yes. by the way yes. yeah mm. hen parties queers uh, queer like parties also mm. yeah so if there's if there's a point where you're like oh actually i want to go onto the stage and try this thing apply because mm. there's all we have so many shows that there's always space for all the kind of abilities. So yeah, yeah. Everybody exactly. Um, especially if you're an artist out there who's also like looking for funding as well. So I want to do something. It's just, it all takes time to set up and life's just been so wild. Um, but I want to set up like, can we call it the Autumn Academy? And it's a series of all different classes. So we'll do like a hula hoop class and then you'll do a workshop on how to get funding. Mm. Is this no, like just making up now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like right we're going to call it happening. Autumn Academy. Yes, exactly. It's awesome. yeah. our everyday life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every day I come up with something else <laughs> <laughs> and just throw it into the air. And then occasionally they stick. Um, yeah, and we'll do lots of different classes, um, including like gender inclusive burlesque classes, because that's something as well that gets people. They don't yeah, think that their bodies can be in a space doing it. And we're like, what? Anyone can do it. Um, yeah, and like drag king classes and teach people how to make mustaches and stuff. Mm. I'm just making this up now, by the way, everyone. So I'm that's so why done. it's not too much. It sounds good. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's not like a brainstorming. It sounds like a legit plan. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. No, it will be, be a vibe you. if you do it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Autumn is a vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. The Autumn Academy. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> okay, fine. The winter workshops. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the, the closest show is the 17th and 18th at Underbelly. Yeah, yeah, and, and they're just going to be so massive. Like the production value is just through the roof because mm. it is a purpose-built space, and um, it's arts council funded. Yes. Mm. Oh yeah. Mm. Before we go, we just tell you that we're the arts council's favorite. Oh, okay, no, that was a bold statement, but <laughs> that was me bringing it into manifestation. <laughs> um, yeah, we're really privileged that the arts council support us, and we try to do our bigger projects, mm. and it's validating because basically it goes to show that the Cocoa Butter Club isn't just a show, and it's not just a platform. Um, the arts council actually believe that it is here to change the mm. discourse of mm -hmm. performance within the United Kingdom and eventually within the world, and mm. um, so that's what we're working towards. And that's just really powerful to know that. Yeah. Like, wow. That's huge. I can't wait to be like 70. No, let me make yourself a bit older, girl. Okay, 90, <laughs> five, and six months um, <laughs> in a big fur coat, <laughs> turning up to like the conference yeah. of the Cocoa Butter Crowd. Being I like, so I remember. Legacy, like, exactly. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. That's, that's something I think that's actually really important mm. is about like how you make things sustainable, what the legacy is of whatever project it is that you've kind of imagine mm -hmm. and what happens if it isn't you doing it yeah how does so it if we're not you? doing it who mm -hmm. is doing it and how does it continue because it's not just going to stop people aren't just going to stop needing right. a stage that's also why i know we need to go so i would never leave it um <laughs> that's also why it's called the cocoa butter club so mm -hmm. i had a um choice in the beginning like i could i could have called it sadie sinner's cocoa butter club mm -hmm. but it doesn't belong to me it belongs mm -hmm. to all of us mm -hmm. and it's the cocoa butter club 
It's very powerful. Yes. Do we have any announcements made this week? Uh, Our tickets for Rolling Ball are coming out. Oh, yes. They'll be out by the time this episode comes out. Yeah, so make sure you buy it. It's also on my birthday, so come through in it. Yeah. Yeah. When is that? Remind us. 25th of September. Yes. Do you need any live performances? What would they be able to perform? Do you know what? There's it's not much space. Small. That's Wait, what it is. No, but hold on. Isn't it at... Um, it's at All Star Lanes in... Um, Brick Lane. Brick Lane. Yeah, but, but at the top. But at the, uh, in the penthouse. Yeah, in the penthouse. The yeah. They've got a stage area there. Do they? Because we were looking at it to host the UK Black Pride after party. But also, I'm not trying to tell you your business. I'm more just puzzled. Like, Yeah, no, we... Sorry, um, I'm a Virgo. It's my nature. <laughs> <laughs> so one one of our tickets. team is a Virgo, so we understand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But we're gonna get our tickets. Good. We're gonna come along anyway. Come through, come through, come through. Yeah. So yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be it, guys. Um, I think that's all in it. Yeah, I think so. Then it's tied. Okay, so <laughs> thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. Make sure you use the hashtag Tutis Podcast in conversation. Make sure you comment below and all that business. Mm-hmm. Subscribe and thumbs up. Thumbs up. Yeah, thumbs also, up. make sure you like. Make sure you rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Spotify. Until next week, peace.